Good evening, good afternoon, good morning. Welcome to The Truth with Bill. Hi everyone and welcome back. Thanks for joining me today. Today I'd like to tell a story. It is a story of a young man who went to visit an old sage. It is said that the man he went to visit is well over 200 years old. He has no need for food or water. And when it is his time, it will be his choice. For this sage has surpassed what most humans need for biological survival. Our story starts with the young man's trials through life before he ever meets the sage. This too is as important as the dialogue between the sage and the student. But I know my audience and I will tell the parts you wish to hear. I do so with the hope that you will search that you will search for the hows and the whys of the man's ambition. Let's begin. It took many years for our student to find the location of the sage. He was given an old map to which he followed. Somewhere in the foothills of the Himalayas, and according to the map, he had arrived. Our traveler was starved and dehydrated. He collapsed in the snow. His last thought was that, of the divine. Night and day ran together. The concept of time disappeared. Our traveler awoke weak and unable to speak. In front of him was a man he had been searching for. He looked very old but had a presence of vitality about him. Our student looked around and he was indeed in a cave which seemed empty. There was only an unknown light source illuminating the area where he and the sage sat. The sage and the student stared at each other for some time. The student went to speak and could not. At this, the sage nodded and began. You're one of many who have searched me out, but you are the only one who has found me. Do you know why? Still unable to speak, the sage answered his own question. You found me because I found you. It was your last thought before death that allowed me to find you. Your thought for the divine was heard. If your thought would have been of me, would you, still, you would still be in the snow. For who am I? The sage asked. Surprised by his own wavering voice, the student spoke, The divine. The sage smiled, and so are you. That is how I could hear you. You should not aspire to be me. My purpose is different than yours. You should aspire to be you. The student frowned. Because I live in a cave not needing food or water does not make my purpose stronger or better or more fulfilling than yours. Our purpose is equal, but only if you find your own and follow it. The sage continued. Today, man believes that he has to fight off the evils at every turn, and when he does wrong, it is called sin. There's this great struggle between good and evil. There is no good and evil, only truth and ignorance. Continued ignorance leads to truth, because ignorance causes pain. Pain is the cause of the search for truth. You have traveled here to nowhere, 
a distance that has caused almost death, and yet you continue to search. Clearly, the physical pains are not as great as the internal torment that resides within the human condition. At this, the, human, the student spoke, What is the human condition? The sage relaxed his shoulders and gave a slight sigh. The human condition should be common knowledge, and yet it is not. Knowing has the ability to free oneself instantly, but one must truly know. The human is God, earth, and mind. God is your soul, earth is your body, mind is what takes you from ignorance to truth. It is your vehicle. The human mind is a tool, but most tools are dull and few know how to sharpen them. One might think that a sharp tool is one that can speak all languages, can know all of the stars to the visible eye, or one that could recite all of the great works word for word. A sharp tool can speak without words. A sharp tool knows the purpose of the stars, and a sharp tool creates the great works. At this, the student said, how do I sharpen my mind? Whoever you know as yourself is who controls your mind. If you say to yourself, it is I who controls my mind, you would be wrong, and you would have a very dull tool. I don't understand, the student said. It is I, and the sage stops. Who is the I, he asks. And I said, quote, my mind, which is the ownership. Who are you that you own your mind? There are no words in English to define what the sage had said next, but it would be similar to what we know as renting, as in you rent a car or a home. So you are renting your human life. And the sage asks again, who are you? And the student seemed to understand a bit more and asked, what spiritual path is the right one? And the sage brightened and laughed, none of them and all of them. Man cuts down paths through the woods to get from one place to another. The deer walks through the woods and creates the fastest path. Have you seen man's path? Compare it with that of the deer. The student, slightly confused, asks another question. Are there yantras or mantras that I could use that will quicken my enlightenment? In the beginning, they will help, but you will come to understand that you are the best yantra, that you have the ability to create the best mantra for you. Your earth body and your God soul make you the very best instrument on this plane of existence. Your body is the temple of God and God's seat is within you. The question, when do you let God rule over you? The answer is when ignorance-induced pain becomes too much, but God does not really rule over you. It is God in you. Thus, you're merely letting God take the reins. And what does this look like? With a smirk, the student said, Living in a cave? The sage looked at him and said, Now I'm wondering if I should have left you in the snow. They both chuckled. You begin doing God's work, helping others as they have helped you. Life becomes easy because there is no more thinking of I, and the thought process is a we. We, in this plane of existence, are all in this together. Yes, we are all on different levels and can help each other excel faster than we could ever imagine. And imagine ourselves excelling in half the time, 
and where we would be now. But just going off saying I am doing God's work is not God's work. That is your work. It is yours because you are doing it for you. The key is in the understanding that you have for each action you do. And your understanding is based on the sharpness of your tool. If you have some ignorance, then it will create pain and suffering. And you will search a different way. This world has a way of forcing you in the right direction. And if not in this life, maybe the next. The point is to listen, absorb, and test. Why go through life after life? Just do it in this one. Trust me, there's much more than this realm. The student asks, will this world ever be free of ignorance? This world is not here to be free of ignorance, the sage responded. Ignorance will always be here. It has to be here to exist. What kind of school would the divine have without lessons? The lessons here, your ignorances. Each life you live is another year at school. Hopefully you finish each year with less ignorances, for that is the point. Our students started to nod off, still weak, without food and water. And to that, we will continue our story. Have a wonderful day, everyone. Thank you for joining me. This is The Truth with Bill.